Hi, I'm Emery, and this is Cook's English Corner. I hope all of you are doing well and that you have enjoyed your first month or so of the new year. Here's a question for you. What would you do if you won the lottery? I asked my grandmother, and she said she would give it all away to her children and grandchildren. Would you give away the money? Would you invest it? Would you quit your job? For those of you who don't know, the lottery is the term we give to the state-run game of chance, wherein you buy tickets, little pieces of paper with numbers on them, that give you the chance to win a lot of money. In many American states, the lottery is used to fund state government activities, such as education initiatives like college scholarships. In my home state, Georgia, we have something called the HOPE Scholarship, which provides scholarships to students from Georgia who attend public state-sponsored universities in the state, provided that they receive good enough grades in high school. So, in some way, buying lottery tickets can be a form of support for the adolescents, that means the young people, the non-adults, of these states. At first glance, winning the lottery seems like it would be pretty amazing. If you played your cards right, you would never have to worry about money again. Winning even a small-sized lottery, say $50 million, could allow you to invest your money so that you earn hundreds of thousands of dollars a year just off of returns. You could fund the charities that you are passionate about, or you could quit your job and pursue your passions and hobbies. So, if the lottery can help students attend college and can help a lucky few people live the rest of their lives in bliss, is there any downside? Enter a common urban myth. Winning the lottery oftentimes brings misfortune and pain, and most lottery winners end up worse off than when they won the lottery. But is this true? Let's start with the evidence for the lottery curse. Some studies estimate that up to 70% of big lottery winners go broke, lose all of their money, within seven years of winning. And there are plenty of examples of people winning the lottery and then having things go really poorly for them. Check out Abraham Shakespeare. In 2006, Abraham won $30 million. Immediately, people came out of the woodwork hoping that they could get a piece of the pie. He was hounded by friends and family for money, and he was even sued for a portion of his prize money by his friend who claimed that Shakespeare stole the ticket out of the friend's wallet. But the worst of it came when he made a fateful decision. He hired a woman named D.D. Moore, who claimed that she was a financial advisor and could help him manage his fortune. After gaining control of his finances, she almost immediately started spending lavishly on herself, buying new cars, going on vacations, and going on shopping sprees. Things get worse. After a short time, Shakespeare disappeared. D.D. Moore told the police and friends various things, that Shakespeare had escaped to the Caribbean to spend his life in peace, or had gone out west, 
or had gone to Alaska. Friends also noticed that Shakespeare's recent texts were odd. Shakespeare did not know how to write or read well, and yet his texts had become oddly coherent. The truth? In the April of 2009, Moore had killed Shakespeare and buried him in her backyard. Another tragic story starts with a man named David Lee Edwards. In 2001, Edwards won a $27 million jackpot. At the time, he was unemployed. He immediately started spending his money extravagantly, buying a huge mansion, several businesses, cars, watches, a jet. Just a few years later, he was completely broke and living in a storage unit. A storage unit is a place where you can keep uh, various things that you don't have room for in your home. You pay a certain amount of money a month to use a small room in a large building that houses many storage containers. The list goes on. People have been killed, lost it all, been swindled, hounded, and harassed. To be swindled is to be tricked out of your money. To be hounded in the literal sense, is to be chased by hounds, dogs, but the word is often used in the figurative sense to mean that people won't leave you alone. You're always being pressured to do things. Edward Google, a man who wrote a book on lottery winners and the dark side of winning, has said that out of the thousands of lottery winners that he interviewed for his book, only a few were truly happy, and a large number of them wish they'd never won. So, does winning the lottery really bring with it a type of curse? Does winning the lottery spend all of your good luck so that you're left with only bad luck? I mean, that's one possibility, but there might be a more simple and less supernatural explanation. Think about the people who tend to buy lottery tickets. Rationally speaking, buying lottery tickets doesn't really make a lot of sense you have a greater chance of being struck by lightning than of winning the lottery. In essence, buying a lottery ticket is kind of like throwing your money away. So, the sort of people who regularly buy lottery tickets are likely not that good with money in the first place. In other words, they are likely not financially literate. Of course, Buying lottery tickets every once in a while doesn't make you stupid, but buying lottery tickets often enough might be a sign that you don't know how to save and spend your money. When people who don't know how to spend their money win the lottery, it makes sense that they would start spending their lottery winnings wildly. And, with that much money around, it almost seems like they have so much money that they can never run out. Enter a second problem. People are really bad at thinking about big numbers. Our brains have a hard time grasping the size of things when those things are really big. Think about a million seconds. Sounds like a lot, right? A million seconds make up around 11 days. That's a lot, right? Okay, here's a question. How many days do a billion seconds make up? Take a guess. Okay. Did you think of a number? When I guessed, I thought maybe five years. And I thought I probably guessed too much. 
the real number? 31 years. 31 years. 31 years. That's an insane difference between a billion and a million. Once we get up to big numbers, our brains have a hard time understanding the breadth and scope of those numbers. How does that relate to the millionaire winners of the lottery? They probably face similar issues, except they overestimate how much they can actually spend and how much they actually have. Thus, we have a recipe for disaster. The winners of the lottery often have bad money skills, and they have to try and think about numbers that are really hard for the human brain to even understand. It's no wonder. That means no surprise that lots of lottery winners tend to have issues with their money later on in their lives. A third and final problem that lottery winners face: they are often just regular, decent people. Most human beings tend to be good, not always, of course, but for the most part, people are good people. They want to help others, and they feel bad when others are in bad situations. So. When lottery winners win, they automatically feel like they need to help all of their friends and family who come to them for money. If they don't help out their friends and family, they might be called stingy. That means they're not generous; they care too much about money, or they might be called names. Their friends and family might stop speaking to them. Often, even if they do give money to their friends and family, it's never enough. Add on to this difficulty with the already hard time that people have with understanding that their money is not limitless, and the financial illiteracy of many lottery winners, and you have a recipe for disaster. Is there any solution? Sure, plenty of lottery winners are happy and have done a lot of good with their winnings, while often setting themselves up to live a happy, sustainable lifestyle for the rest of their lives. The key is setting up limits right after you win. Immediately understand how much money you are going to spend on fun, exciting things in celebration of winning, how much you are going to give away to friends, families, and causes, and how much you should save in order to ensure that you have enough to last a lifetime. Maybe the best decision would be to immediately call up a reputable financial advisor from a large. National company, and go through with them exactly how to maximize your new winnings to live the life, and to achieve the things that you've always dreamed of. Thanks for listening. If you want a transcript of this episode with definitions. Please check us out at cooksenglishcorner.com, where you can find it all for free, no sign-up required. See you next time.